Hello friends, it's Chapman Chan. Welcome to the Findings of the Economics of Life Research Project, Millennials Planning Podcast. The only podcast for the millennial curious about how to achieve financial stability and financial independence. For millennials interested in contributing to the solution of social and economic problems that are currently facing them, head on over to onefinanciallaw.wordpress.com and enter your email for more information on Millennials' Lives in this New Economic Order, Special Design Economic Education, and Guaranteed Outcome Planning Programs for Millennials that increases savings, reduces stress, and increases your quality time. So let's begin with Episode 2, The Millennials' Economic Life Cycle Model, Capital Accumulation, and Capital Distribution Planning and Objectives. The Millennials' Economic Life Cycle Model is an organic model with a clearly defined beginning and end. You can take a look at the logo today to see what the Millennials' Economic Life Cycle Model is to follow along. The first objective of capital accumulation planning is to achieve financial independence. Financial independence is guaranteed life income equal to lifestyle costs. The objective of capital distribution planning is to achieve personal significance. Personal significance is when you can give something to someone else. So where do we start with planning? Planning starting point is at point A, when you earn more than you spend. So the starting point for achieving financial independence is when you earn more than you spend. If you don't earn more than you spend, then you're not at point A yet and you still need to work your way towards finding out how much you earn, how much you spend, and get on the economic life cycle model by having a point A when you earn more than you spend. And the planning timeline goes along from point A when you earn more than you spend all the way to point C where you're dead. And that's why we say this is Millennials economic life cycle model has a clearly defined beginning and end. It begins when you earn more than you spend, and it ends when you die. The planning stops when you're dead. So, the objective of planning is to have a point B on your economic life cycle timeline. A point B somewhere between the A and the C. And point B is where you achieve your planning goal of financial independence. Financial independence is guaranteed life income that equals your lifestyle costs. So the capital accumulation phase of a millennial is illustrated by the A to B segment of the timeline. So A to B is a capital accumulation phase where you work to achieve financial independence. And financial independence is guaranteed life income that equals your lifestyle costs. So the capital accumulation phase of a millennial in a millennial's economic life cycle is when A, they earn more than they spend and they work to achieve financial independence. And financial independence is guaranteed life income equal to lifestyle costs. Another planning objective is to have some space between point B and point C, to have some time to enjoy your financial independence. Right? B and C shouldn't occur simultaneously. You shouldn't have financial independence, well, 
Everyone reaches financial independence the day that they die. You don't need any more money then. But if you have some space between your B and C, then you can have some time to enjoy your financial independence. So there are many millennials who don't work anymore when they reach point B. They don't have to work anymore because, you know, they reached financial independence to have enough guaranteed life income that equals their lifestyle costs. There's some other millennials that keep on working when they reach point B. Not because they have to, but because they enjoy working, they help other people, and they want the freedom to practice the way they want to, and they help the people they want to, without enduring any unnecessary financial stress. So going along the capital distribution phase of a millennial's economic life cycle model is illustrated by the points B to point C. So once you achieve your financial independence at point B, the capital distribution phase begins. Now the space between point B and point C provides millennials many opportunities to achieve personal significance. Personal significance is when you give some time or earnings or surplus savings to family members or friends or to 501c3 nonprofit organizations that support values that are important to you, your friends, or your family, or to society. You know, many millennials who reach the capital distribution phase mentor other young millennials or other young friends through, you know, mentorships so they can keep on perpetuating their good practices and providing opportunities to pass on and valuable lessons of knowledge and experience that they've gained through their practice and through their success. So the raw materials a millennial has to work with to achieve their financial independence is your career earnings. For example, if you earn $100,000 of net practice income a year for 20 years, you will have $2 million of career earnings available to you to use to achieve financial independence and the secondary economic goal of personal significance. If you make a little bit more than $100,000 each year, for 20 years, well then you'll have more than $2 million of career earnings. And if you make a little less than $100,000 a year for 20 years, you'll have a little less than $2 million of career earnings. But the point is, this is the raw material you have to work with to achieve your financial independence. That's it. These are, these are the only things you have to work with, your career earnings. Now the first losses of your career earnings are to spending for your lifestyle costs and the taxes on your earnings spent for your lifestyle costs, right? You gotta spend your money for your food. You gotta spend money for your rent. You gotta spend money for your transportation. You gotta spend money on the taxes for all those things too. So findings of the Millennials Planning Program identified a central problem that prevents millennials from achieving financial independence the losses of their earnings to unnecessary income taxes. Productive individuals have a tax cost for their lifestyle. For example, in a 40% combined income tax bracket, millennials need to earn $1.67 for every dollar that they spend on their lifestyle costs. So let's put this into a context. When you go to a movie, the cost of the ticket isn't just the $10 you pay for your ticket you actually have to earn $16.70 and lose $6.70 in income taxes to have the $10 to buy your ticket. So every time you go to the movies, guys, listen, keep in mind you're taking 
a senator, a congressman, or an IRS agent that you don't even know to the movies. So you might want to keep that seat next to you open. When you buy your large size bag of popcorn, you're also buying a smaller size bag that's two-thirds the size for your silent partner. When you go on a vacation trip, you're also taking a silent partner along, paying your vacation trip for them. That's two-thirds the cost of yours. Right? This is the tax cost of your lifestyle. So because of the tax cost on our lifestyle, the Economics of Life Research Project developed these planning principles. Principle number one, don't lose your earnings to unnecessary income taxes. And principle number two, don't lose your savings to unnecessary risk. So the objective of capital accumulation and capital distribution planning is to maximize the efficiency of the conversion of your earnings exceeding lifestyle costs into the quantity of savings required to generate guaranteed life income that equals your lifestyle costs. Surplus earnings, your earnings exceeding your lifestyle, represented by the upper green triangle, are allocated as savings the guaranteed principal financial instruments that generate compound interest growth. And the lower green triangle represents the compound interest growth on savings and growth and guaranteed life income. So the first planning principle is don't lose your earnings to unnecessary income taxes. Do you think it'd be more efficient for you to save $1.67 or dollars of your earnings exceeding lifestyle costs? Of course, $1.67s because you have more of them. When you have your employer match, your 401k, that's using $1.67. That's using your pre-tax earnings. So the upper green triangle provides you access to savings of $1.67 through IRC Section 501. And do you think it'd be more efficient for you to lose 40% of your growth on savings or for you to keep 100% of the growth? For you to keep 100% of the growth, of course, because you have more of those too. And the lower green triangle provides access to tax-free growth on savings through IRC code section 501. So if your savings don't experience periodic losses to unnecessary income taxes or to unnecessary risk and grow at 7.2% for the 20 year period illustrated from point A to point B, only half of your savings goals comes from the production of surplus earnings and surplus savings. The other half comes from the compound interest growth. Right, so half of the quantity needed for you to reach financial independence comes from the growth of your savings. This demonstrates the importance of the second planning principle, don't lose your savings to unnecessary risk. And that is capital accumulation and capital distribution planning and objectives. Tune in next time to hear about the overflowing buckets model, the priority allocation of earnings for millennials.